What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Dan Cable Presents podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the program. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking out the show. You can find fresh episodes coming at you every Friday. And if you want to help support the podcast in a free way, you can do so by clicking subscribe on iTunes, clicking write a review, giving the podcast five stars if you feel like it is deserving of so, and that will help propel the podcast into the tops of those iTunes charts, giving it more visibility on the national and international levels, helping strangers find the podcast and uh, just a great way to contribute to the growth of this thing. And I appreciate the hell out of any of the folks that have already taken the time to do so. Appreciate you just tuning in. You can also check out the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel, which features a bunch of in-studio performances and live show performances, all different genres of music. 150 videos or so are up there, so plenty of stuff to tune into. I'll put all the links in the episode notes so that you can uh, follow along with that. As well as anything else mentioned in this episode, episode 221, Duke the Genius is the guest for this week. Super stoked to share this chat that I had with Duke, as well as a few tracks from his debut self-titled record. So excited for everybody to hear this music. This dude has been working on this album for a long time, long time coming for him to put out a project of his own. I met Duke through Rashid Jamal, who is one of my favorite artists that I've met here in Portland, Oregon. Just an amazing, amazing rapper and one of the, the best live performers that I've seen in this city and definitely a dude that has made numerous appearances on that YouTube channel that I mentioned before. So definitely check out some of those videos of Rashid rapping his ass off. He is always hustling and, and uh, seems to always be advancing in his craft and it's really impressive. And through Rashid, I had the, the chance to, uh, to meet Duke and saw duke perform with him numerous times and uh yeah kind of started to develop my my own relationship with duke and i was really excited when i saw that he was releasing this record because i had no idea that it was in the works so i was really excited about the opportunity to sit down with duke and and find out where this record comes from and and just to find out, you know, what experiences kind of inform the uh, the content in the record. And we recorded this about a month ago. It was, uh, man, it was, it was the first time in a long time that I got to meet up with somebody in person. And we, we met up in a park as I've been doing for the last, the last few weeks, which has been nice me- meeting up with people in person again, but trying to do it in this, uh, you know, observe the social distancing and whatnot. So it was it was great to 
to actually get to, you know, sit down in person with Duke and chat it up with him. And I think that the record that he is debuting to the world is, uh, is really impressive and displays a really cool amount of patience on his part to, uh, you know, put out something when he was ready, but also to, uh, to check this off of his list, something that he had been wanting to do for a really long time. And it's always exciting to, to see somebody, uh, achieve something like that. It's inspiring. And, uh, it's just uh, really great to watch somebody do something because they really just want to do it and for no other reason than that. So get ready. Strap in. We're, we're diving into more hip-hop. We're diving into more rap. Been featuring a lot of, a lot of rap the last few weeks. And uh, so if you dig what you hear with this episode... You're kind of new to the Portland scene or new to this podcast in general, and you dig what you hear with this one, I, w- I would really encourage you to to go back a couple weeks, check out the episode with Some Aliens or Marcus McCauley, uh, the King Underground episode from last week, the High Pulp episode, just a really amazing funk fusion band with, with the High Pulp folks. Um, but yeah, check out check out some old episodes Keep tuning in every Friday. Also dropping episodes of I Dig Records in this feed, just breaking down some records with my cousin and playing the music in the background. So volumes of that are also being peppered in uh, throughout the feed here and there. So look out for that. And like I said, all the links will be in the episode notes so you can follow along with Duke. If you dig what you hear, support this dude. Um The record is definitely available on Bandcamp right now, and I'm going to put the link in the episode notes. And uh, if it's not already available on all the other streaming services, it will be there shortly. Just be patient, but you will get to hear three of my favorite tracks on this episode of the podcast. And I highly encourage you to check out the rest if you're digging what you're hearing. And I hope everybody is doing well out there being safe and all that and and staying sane and hope that you can escape for an hour or so with uh with duke and i in this conversation but first to kick off episode 221 with duke the genius we're gonna feature a track off of his debut record his self-titled record this is called genius come on man let's get it let's do the damn thing Yeah, I talk to him cause intelligence is better than hits Still put a blitz on him California it is, ready to kids coming Ballin' till I dress up, ain't much change Couple dollars when I get out, don't move close range Do you see me? I poof like a genie, genius it is But change your topics, I'ma be seeing you at the crib Nobody's here to feed me, I'm eating just off my mix Playing my poker chips, stroke it across the lips Can you feel me? The high top song, take rock and check up I'm playing from the neck up, you playing for the pay cut I'm here to be a legend, you just wanna get a Lexus Stone cold reckless, give her a stronghold necklace Gonna repeat the thing you seeing like you seen it before I've been a genius, what the fuck you think you seeing me for? Gilbert Arena, shoot from deep, fuck what I see in the post Make it strategic, wrong move, and I'm finishing those Yeah 
And when the clock strikes zero, the winners upon us. Beamers and hummers, you can fiend if you wanna. Had the dream of the summit, wasn't blinging or nothing, but the cream wasn't hurting. Flight the police in the summer, cut the fatigue for the summer. My energy for the woman, cut the routine if you coming. It's not for me, but get blunted. My enemy found a synergy at parentheses. We getting up off the ground if this the death of me. All the war reverie. I step back, I jab back, oh shit. Treat you like a grab bag, I'm on that hoax shit. I wanna get an ass cap, get my flow notice. The mission been to snatch cash, I'm Billy Ocean on some oh shit. Running flex motion, ready, speed it up. I leave that kitty cat scorching. Couple nips of that potion, can't never settle. Kids need that coaching. Running rebel like Larry J. How he get that open, much focus. Another drill, it's like I'm shooting from the ceiling Hardcore feeling, it's like a wounded gorilla Make a move, I'ma kill you You try to name four-wheeler, you never do it Never change that form Twist up the track and shift the same old song How many times can I talk about Russian niggas and hoes Taking these pills to the nose I feel the burn, will they learn? Unlikely I'm necessary, be legendary's the reason Just bury them, no reason to carry them You can't teach them Fuck it. I think that's what, like when you really tap into cool shit is when you don't have expectations. Yeah, right. I would assume that that's part of, you know, dropping a project a little later in your life. Yeah. You probably, you probably have like learned some patience. You man, know? tons <laughs> of it. Tons <laughs> of it, man. Like, like, but this project, man, it, it's, it's kind of been a long time coming since I want to say, man, 2015, I want to say. That's when I first kind of uh, connected with, like, Dre Slaps and, like, Rashid and all of us. You know what I mean? We're, like, doing shows over at uh, Green Luck. I think that's when we had, like, our first, like, The Vibe or something like that. And even back then, it was just like, I just want to go to the studio and have fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, laying a project was the, was, it was kind of on my mind. I, was, I wanted to drop a mixtape. It's like, if you remember back then, mixtapes were the thing to kind of drop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody was doing like a mixtape before yeah. they would drop any sort of album, especially yeah. at that time. Man, yeah. Like, and so it, it, that was kind of like the scenes. That's when like everybody was kind of like going like that piff and stuff like that to drop. <laughs> and so my mindset was like dropping a mixtape. And then once uh, I want to say Dre Slaps dropped that uh, the late nights after hours, I felt like, okay, yeah, we kind of did something. And you know, and throughout the time, you know what I mean? Like, I would, I would go and we would lay tracks, but the, I never thought that I would get to the point where I was going to drop a project. You know what I mean? And so it's it's literally been a been year. Some of these songs I wrote, man, they're probably three years old or so. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for instance, um, let me see. What's the song that me and Rashid, we have? Um, Hypnotized. Like, I wrote that verse for Hypnotized in 2018. You know what I mean? And I, and I think it's, it's, it's one of those verses that kind of like it's, it's timed pretty well. You know what I'm saying? Like like when you listen to the verse and then you look at what's kind of happening right now, it's like, damn, like you would think that I wrote that like yesterday. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's cool when you write stuff like that and it becomes timeless. Yeah. You, like it, it's, uh, it's interesting writing things and just seeing how they also change over time and how you 
connect to them differently yeah. over time and definitely you can definitely surprise yourself in that way yeah when and, you're when yeah. you're kind of like documenting your life in that way yeah and that's and that's pretty much what sums up this whole project man because uh you know what i mean when it when, when i first started it kind of was just kind of like my therapy to kind of get through you know I mean like what i was going through at the time i was like going through like a divorce and like re-trying to find myself like like re-get to know myself you know what i mean and so I just wrote what my thoughts were at the time, you know what I mean? Just trying to keep myself from being stressed out, keep myself happy, keep myself motivated while kind of walking this path of just like recreating myself, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it's like uh, to get to this point where now it's all out and this is what it is and now I want to share myself. It's like, hey man, I'm opening everybody up to like a, a piece of my own book, essentially. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those around me could kind of looks into the, you know, the things that I'm saying and really see the picture of all the things that was taking place, you know? Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's definitely one of the, the huge things that have drawn me to music and wanting to get to know the people making it, especially those who choose to be so personal mm -hmm. on the record, yeah. you know, with what they're doing. And, yeah. and a lot of what they're doing is them kind of airing out their their life experience. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I met you... A few years ago, Duke, probably when I started kind of getting to know Rashid. Yeah. And uh, I would see you do a couple features at, <laughs> at his at his shows. I, yeah. You were you were almost you've probably been at almost every single show I've seen Rashid uh, perform at. You've yeah. been there. And then, you know, I'd see you pop up on his records here mm -hmm. and there yeah. periodically. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, this dude's doing his thing. And then. Just the other day, it was, it was probably like last week. I see this picture that you post that you know you're you're dropping this yeah. this long awaited <laughs> right, record, right, right. and it's just like, <laughs> oh man, I didn't even know he was working on a project. Yeah. But before we dive into the record, gotcha. I just kind of want to like take it back, um, just lay some foundation for your, you know, your your music journey, like how you how you get drawn into to rapping and and hip hop and and whatnot. So, where did you, where do you hail from? What do you mean? Where Where are you from? I'm from Portland, Oregon, man. You're B born and raised. One of man. these Portland, Oregon people. Yeah, man. That, that's actually from here. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Strangely enough, man, rapping really wasn't my background, man. I, I was a basketball player. Okay. You know what I mean? And so, you know, shout out to my brother. Like, I'll, I'll give him all the credit in the world. He was the rapper. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he made beats. You know what I'm saying? He he was like a part of the musical scene in Portland. I was just the little brother who, you know what I mean, since he was rapping, I'm a freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, and you know. So you grew up around it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Like, like he would always be the one putting the music out there. Like, he was the one rapping against guys in the hallways at school, and I'd be the spectator. But, you know, like, when you're around something, you just kind of do it. And just like every other basketball player, yeah. they kind of want to rap. You know you're just kind of, like, always around a group of people that's always kind of rapping yeah. and, and kind of freestyling. Man, always, man. Like, I'm talking about, like, making records in my grandma's closet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we, we, we did that often, man. And so, you know, he, he kind of was the person that kind of got me into it and, you know, kind of, like, laid the foundation for me musically as far as, you know what I'm saying, just being a rapper or however that is supposed to look, you know? Yeah. That's when you kind of start collecting your own music and developing, yeah. like, 
a CD or tape collection, depending exactly. on what, what your age may be. Hey, I, th- I man, think we're probably I somewhere in the same age bra- bracket. Yeah, I but. was on tapes, man. The, I remember the first tape that I got was uh, E-40 in the click. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the very first tape, man. My mom called me and said, what, what do you want? I said, E-40. <laughs> and she gave me, she ended up giving me the wrong E-40. I mean, uh, the click album was like the one with him and the, uh, the lowrider with the green. And I ended up having to go to Sam Goody in the Lloyd Center. I don't know if you remember Sam Goody. Yeah. Yeah, and have to take it back. Man, that was the first tape. But that, man, like Jay-Z, the Reasonable Doubt album, like I remember the first time that I heard their presence in my brother's car. It was like, like, what is this? Like, I rewound that thing perfectly back to back to back over and over, man. Yeah, because that's when you get into, like, the really um, – just like political shit when yeah. you get into like dead prez and Man. you know just the heat that comes from yeah. all of that like like for real like that that i want to say when i first heard dead prez i think that's when i really started like listening to like the intricacies of the rap and what they're talking about and stuff like that you know what i mean not to take anything away from like e40 and them you know what i mean like i listened to that that was just kind of like my, my my everyday my surroundings yeah you know what I mean but it was just like oh man this is this is different yeah it's just a different it's a different thing it's a different listening experience yeah. it's for like different times you know sometimes yeah. you want to you want to get super fired up with that and you want to put that you know walk like a warrior on yeah <laughs> and you sometimes you just want to chill and listen to you, some you, e40 you, you feel me like e40 man he he set the stage for the for the uh, the street knowledge man and jay-z he just kind of finessed it a little different you know what i mean kind of with the east coast flavor uh would you say that that jay-z has definitely had a big influence on on your style of rapping um yeah and also man also you mean like like the south like Outcast, man, like uh, uh, Eight Ball and MJG, you know what I'm saying? Like them a lot. Uh, DJ Quick, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you notice, man, like part of the reason why I put the instrumental on the album was because of DJ Quick, you know what I'm saying? Like, DJ Quick always had a, a song on there where it was just a beat that he made, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, that that was kind of like the influence on that because I, I feel like, you know, with a solid project, it's about the feel. You know yeah, what I mean, you got to kind of like usher them into into a feeling. Yeah, that that's you, the self-titled yeah. track. Yeah, on on the record, yeah. and that's actually, man, that's that's probably one of my favorite tracks on the record. Yeah. And I really appreciate that you did throw instrumental on it, and I think it's like a, just this nice opportunity to just like let things breathe. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, that's something I've I've learned to enjoy more as as i've gotten older yeah. i think as a younger person i don't really have the patience for maybe something like that instrumental yeah. track and just maybe would have found it to be boring where yeah. now i find it to be like an important part of the, the right. project you know right 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 it's, it's like like just a, a moment for you to kind of think your own thoughts yeah yeah you know i mean and i think that that's that's key and i, I think that's why i kind of enjoy the music itself is because it's, it's my own thoughts, and I think that's probably why I got guided down this path to start rapping, because you know, I mean, it feels good to hear music that that feels good, and then to think some of the things, and then you know, I mean, put it out there creatively, you know? Yeah. Um, were you kind of like hip to knowing what was going on in the the local Portland rap scene when you were growing up, with like people like Cool Nuts and Gism kind of happening? In the in the early '90s and whatnot, I wouldn't say that I was completely hip to it. I knew about Cool Nuts for sure, because I used to steal the, the album out of my brother's uh, out of his room, and he used to be pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
but but that was about it, man. I wasn't really hip to I mean hip to the, the whole Portland scene about everybody who was involved and stuff like that. Like like uh I was aware of Cool Nuts and I knew that Cool Nuts was connected to to E40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of kind of put that bond together, but that was kind of the extent of it. Like my whole life beforehand was was all sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you were like fucking around rapping with your friends but never really Writing shit down or Never. anything, spending spending that kind of time, Never. Or freestyling about what we about to do in the basketball game, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm that was the extent. Uh, would you say that there was some kind of significant turning point where you just like really dove into rapping and really enjoyed the creative process over the uh, of that? Man, truthfully, the uh, where, where it all kind of switched. Uh, me, me and Dre slaps. Man, we worked at uh at at um direct together. And so he would always make beats all the time, and I would always just kind of freestyle on the beats. And so, you know, I mean, we were out at uh, working the summer parks program, and this is like literally what we did all day, all summer was rap. And I'm like, man, you know what, man, I'm about to, I think I want to drop a mixtape. And he kind of opened the door where it was like, you know, hey, man, you come to the studio, we can do it. And then from there, I met Rashid, and then, you know, the rest is kind of history. Yeah, it just kind of made it like, oh, you, if you want to do this, you can, you can do it. Exactly, exactly. That you know that that kind of set everything up, you know. And then that was kind of your exposure to getting some some stage time here and there with yeah. with, uh, with Rashid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first show that we did, I think I blew my lyrics. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and they kind of they kind of eased it over, and it was cool though because you know what I mean. That that was my my first show. It was me, Dre. Uh, Rashid and Lang at the time, we, we had just put out the Late Nights After Hours out, uh, project, you know what I mean? And so it was like, okay, I can get out here and kind of just have fun with it. Like the whole idea around that was just party time, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and make records about us having fun and doing the things that we do, you know? And so, you know, that whole thing, that, that was great, man. Yeah. So when you start kind of diving into that world, is there a point where you say, man, I really would like to put together a record and you know not just be a feature on other people's records and kind of have my own project to to let the world into man so it was it was always kind of my intention to drop a mixtape but i just didn't the image you mean that i wanted to portray you know i mean never really fit like i didn't want to put out a project where it was just me talking about having sex with girls or me partying and getting drunk and doing this that and the other one because i have sons you know what I mean? And so it's like, I wanted to be able to protect my, my own image. You know I mean, not to say that those things are bad, but I don't want that to be the whole basis about what I talked about. So I just wasn't comfortable with a lot of the stuff. And then ultimately, I just didn't think that I was good enough fully to say, you know what I mean, let me put this project out to where people were going to like it when they heard it. You know what I'm saying? Like, truthfully, it, it took me probably until the, two months ago before I said, you know what, I think I'm about to just put it out. You know what I mean? But that that was the main thing holding me back was just feeling comfortable within my own skin, feeling comfortable with, with the content, feeling comfortable with how I was going to present, you know what I'm saying, and how other people were going to accept it. Yeah. I I think the, to me, when listen, I've listened to the record a bunch now since yeah. you sent it over, just kind of on repeat. Yeah. And I'm very blown away that this is your first project yeah. like i think your patience paid off mm -hmm. and i think that's a hard thing to to do as an early in an artist's career yeah. to not just be like i have these songs i want to put them out right like, and and it's like well maybe those songs weren't the your best songs to you know yeah the, the drop to man. propel yourself with or yeah. introduce yourself to the world with right right when you like where you know you dropping this record 
there's like a ton of dynamic all over the record and there's like you're just a really fucking good rapper so and it, <laughs> yeah. and it seems like you know you've you've obviously like put the time in yeah and uh yeah so i, pr- I appreciate indeed just indeed. you you uh kind of having that mindset to, to not jump the gun to put something Definitely. out and then also figuring out what you actually wanted to say mm-hmm. and not just you know going with those initial instincts yeah and, right and yeah you gotta you gotta be. You're a role model to people, so yeah. you have to consider what you All are putting, what you're putting out into the world. And I would assume that's just like a part of your, not just your music. Like that's a part of your daily it's, it's life my, now. It's my, it's my every day. You man. have to consider like how you're representing to exactly. your kids too. Man, yeah, but and, and and you know, like professionally, like I'm a mentor. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I work with you. Know what I'm saying kids and you know what I mean at risk and stuff like that. And so it's like you know. How do I kind of guide you down a, a, a line to kind of find where, you know what I'm saying, I don't know, want to say your progress or your growth is if all I'm talking about is, you know what I'm saying, messing with girls and drinking and doing, like, you know what I mean? Like, and then that's not really something that I, you know what I mean, I do all the time. Like, I'm an adult. Of course, we drink. Of course, we might party sometimes. Yeah. And it is what it is, you know? <laughs> but it's like, that's not my every day, you know? Like, like I, I am, you know what I'm saying, I mean, I, I want to say I'm, I'm adept to what's actually going on in reality. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I pay attention to the to the nuances of development and things like that. So it's like, man, when when it comes down to writing, I, I literally just write what I feel, I write what I see, and I write with the with the thought process of who is going to listen to this, and when they hear this, is this going to make them kind of think something? Yeah. Did you when you did start taking the time to write things down? Did it quickly kind of become this? This therapeutic process for you, where man, you're, where no, you're uh, letting shit out. <laughs> man, hell, that shit was so hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, writing songs is difficult, man. Yeah. Contrary to what people may believe, like you know, coming from a person who like I never wrote raps, I just freestyled. To have to write down what you're thinking, you know what I'm saying, and then remember it, and then like, it, man, that was hard, man. And that that was part of the, the whole progression as well. You know what I'm saying? Just getting into writing these songs, and then my first couple of songs was cool. Like, shout out to Sheed, man. Sheed helped me out a lot. You know what I'm saying? He kind of he kind of empowered me in those in those areas, and, and you know what I'm saying, helping me figure out what was good and what was bad and talking to me, you know what I'm saying, about certain songs and let me rap these horrible songs to him and still being down with him, which is cool. But it, it was it was it was it was a difficult transition. Yeah. But at a certain point did it start to just kind of become something you really enjoyed and, yeah, and like a, just a good way for you to process what was going on in De- your, your life. Definitely. Strangely enough, the way that, that has worked out is like you know what I mean? I, I listen to something and something just kind of, you know, something just kind of catches you. You know what I mean? You kind of get a feeling and then I just write and then I just let it flow. And then when I look back and go back to read through it, it's like, oh, okay, man, dang, I kind of caught myself with this line. You oh, know what I'm saying? got a happy birthday over here at, yeah. the, at this, uh, at the park here. Yeah, well, I was wondering why the park, park was so active. Let them hear it. <laughs> let them hear it. I wish they said her name so I can shout them out or whoever. That was a kind of a weak ass climax. Yeah, it wasn't that, even like an applause break at the end. Yeah, not at all, man. I don't know whose birthday it is, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the uh, for the enthusiasm that you're catching over there. <laughs> straight up, straight up, straight up. Um, yeah, how? I I mean, Rashid is definitely one of my my favorite artists in the in the portland area and um definitely somebody that i have a lot of respect for mm-hmm. the way he operates and and just the uh the content that he puts out yeah. and, and uh 
I don't know when you're when you're with that dude. I feel like you you feel like you have his full presence when yeah, you're talking sure. to him. For um, sure. But yeah, how how big has he been for your process of of doing this thing and and just like how inspiring is his hustle for what you're huge, doing? Huge, 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 man. He's he's been a, he's been a major support for me, man. Just through through everything, just with a, a lot of my personal trials and tribulations, just as much as the music. Like he he kind of forces me on stage. You know what I mean? He's kind of built a level of comfort for me, to, you know what I'm saying, to be a kind of get out there and, uh, you know I mean, spit my bars and be a kind of backup for him. You know what I mean? So, like, like she, he's, he, he, I, I, don't, I don't even think I could really voice how much, you know what I mean, I really appreciate how much he's done for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, from the moment that I first walked into the studio, I didn't know him from nothing. I'm like, man, like, why is this dude being so cool to me, man. Like, who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? To, then to see where we are, man, five years later, you know what I mean? He's the main person. Like, as you see, he's all over the project. Yeah. He's the main person that I hang out with. You know what I mean? So when I have these ideas, he's the person that I go to. Just fast friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. You would think that we've been down since we were kids. I mean, that's kind of the impression that I got. I figured that you you guys knew each other no. forever. Yeah, <laughs> it's which like, is crazy. So, you know, just yeah. to know that it's only been around for five years and, uh, I think that's, I think that's cool and important to you know to have somebody like that in your corner too when you're, when you're getting things going to, especially, um, someone that's so good at their craft yeah, definitely. to kind of give you that validation of mm-hmm. like, hey Duke, you should you, got you should stick with this because yeah. you you have something here. Yeah. You got it. Like like he he's uh he's even put some of my records that I've come up with on, on his projects, which has been which is kind of like. A major, you know what I'm saying, uh, battery pack. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like like uh like Urban Decay 2. You know what I mean? That was like something that I had found and I liked it, but I knew it didn't sound like me. It wasn't nothing that I can do. And I was like, you know, like and I ended up telling him about it and he ended up turning it into what it is now. You know what I'm saying? He just, hey man, just put your little part on there, it ended up being perfect, you know what I mean? But he's empowered me just in, in that aspect, just to be able to like when I have ideas and accept ideas and be able to make them into something that's actually tangible and people can actually rock with, that kind of gave me more validation that, yeah, man, I can actually kind of put some of these songs out here. You know what I mean? I do kind of got something, you know? Yeah. And I would imagine, you know, other people seeing that in the community also yeah. probably started to, you know, see what was happening and also offer you some of that that validation for what you're doing on stage. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Like, I got, I got a lot of love, a lot of, I mean, shout outs in the DMs about, man, like, I like the verses that you did and this, that, and the other. And I was like, okay, all right, man, cool. But it still wasn't quite enough for me to say, let me drop this project. Though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it still was it still was a working project. But, 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 man, shout out to She for all of that, man, for sure. For sure, man. Um... So you mentioned, you know, you didn't want this this record to be all about, you know, partying mm-hmm. and, and girls and stuff. So yeah. what what were the things that were important for you to touch upon on this record to kind of introduce yourself as a solo artist here? Um, really just the human side of me, man. Like uh, my whole thought process around the album was was being able to make something that my boys could listen to when they grew up. And they'd be like, okay, my dad kind of didn't know what he was talking about. You know, (laughs) (laughs) that that was kind of my main push. Yeah. You know, and so so that that's been my push throughout this whole thing, man. Can I, what are my boys gonna think when they hear this? You know what I mean? And, and, and how many lessons can I kind of put in there? You know, what I'm saying to where people can kind of pick up on them. And then you know, the other push that I that I kind of want I wanted to make a project that people can listen to, 
not necessarily be the main focal point of the whole room or something like that. Let's say you have a party or something like that and you throw this project on. Yeah. It's something that can, you know what I mean, you can listen to like, man, what's that? You kind of jam to, you know what I mean, and kind of keep your attention, you know what I mean, kind of keep the party going, just a certain kind of vibe when you're driving, you can kind of feel it and it's something that, that, that inspires you to kind of, you know, reach out, think about what's happening around you, think about what you're part of, you know? Yeah, there's definitely a vibe, like a very cool vibe to the record. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of songs maybe later in the record that, that start to heat up, and, and one of those songs is Genius yeah. that, that uh, I kicked the episode off with, <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah, that yeah. one's just kind of pure heat, and I yeah. feel like it has, like, this killer B Wu-Tang vibe <laughs> yeah. to, the, to the beat behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one really jumped out at me. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, one of the, I, you know, there's some, some lyrics. There's some, there's some moments on the record that uh, definitely stick out to me. And uh, said he pulling pulling up the, the lyrics on. Me. I mean, just a, just a couple <laughs> references, but on on ventilation because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get into this song oh, shortly. Yeah. This is probably one of the the heavier songs Shout on the out record. To my mom. Content my mom wise, was on there. If you heard the the the, the, the ad lib was my mom on Hell there. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the family <laughs> is uh, is present on the record. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they, yeah, they showed up. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. There's the, there's the one that says uh, been a man since I was ten. Yeah. Uh, so, talk to me about that line, where that so, comes man, from. So, what, man, what, where I was kind of coming from with that line is like, you know, you see, like, a lot of the stuff happening, man, with just with our our youth, you know what I mean? And, and all this, the, like, the, the violence and stuff that happens with them, you know what I mean? And, like, the, obviously, the police brutality and stuff like that. Like, at a certain point, man, you're not looked at as a kid, you know what I mean? I feel like, especially with, you know what I mean, being a, a black male, man, you're not looked at as a kid. You're not looked at like like you're just able to just make mistakes and do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, if a 10-year-old goes and, you know what I'm saying, or a kid goes and makes a major mistake, he's looked at as an adult. A lot of, a lot of youth are being charged as adults. Yeah, man. You know the, the classic uh, highlight story of that would be the Central Park Five. Yeah, Central and, Park and Five, And how they, man. you know, fuck those Rice. kids over. And yeah. that, that seems to just just continue to happen exactly so so i was kind of hitting on hitting on that aspect of it been a man since i was 10 no sense of justice appeared you know what i mean like nobody's looking at you at from the point of man this is a child they made a mistake you automatically a predator because of how you're being portrayed you know what i mean so that's that's the main thing that i was hitting at not necessarily so, so i try to go through that project that album or that song really was just like my view on me my mindset on how i was like attacking my new life and how I was transitioning to my new life upon on top of like just trying to create a narrative around what some of these people kind of may hear or listen to or what might be their environment while they're trying to discover and what might be the holdbacks. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, like you're not necessarily, you know what I'm saying, the man that people portray you out to be. That, you know I mean, you could just be a child out here, but, you know, we all make mistakes, you know? Yeah, it's uh. I think it's a it's a nice look in a nice yeah. you know lens into that sort of situation and hopefully an opportunity for people to like put themselves in different shoes and yeah. not just like be quick to just, just so judge. quick to judge about everything yeah. and uh yeah I think I think that it has uh been like such a huge part of what music has has done for me mm-hmm. it's like especially um Man, rap records. I was just talking to my cousin about this. Rap records specifically, I think like Good Kid, Mad City is probably like a really good example of like the skits that are in that record that tie everything together. It's like, this is like a look into, you know, a community like 
for me as a yeah. white person that like I have not like experienced something to that degree. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's such like all of these things are out here to like yeah. give us perspective. Right. And, right. You, you know, especially yeah. in those places that, you know, you can't experience yourself. Exactly. And that, and that was my hope on that on that song, man. That was my hope actually on, on kind of like the whole project was kind of give you a, a clearer picture about who I am. There's a lot of personal information in there. You know what I mean? And that's kind of been the thing that's been the major holdback about putting it out because it's so much personal stuff. And, and man, I'm, I'm real private, man, you know? And so to be able, but, but I feel like my uncle's always told me that, you know what I mean? The more personal you get with things, the more, the better that the music is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's always told me that. Like my uncle, he was kind of there for a lot of the early on stuff of us recording in his, in his basement and stuff like that too. But you know what I'm saying? And so he's another person that I go to where I've played music for him and he kind of gives me the input. But that was really my goal, man, was just to kind of give somebody a, a, a view of what, day-to-day lifestyle is like what 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 a what a what a month like the album the name of the album went through multiple name changes you know what i mean like we we took it went from uh i want to say a man's day was was supposed to be the scope of it you know what i'm saying where it was essentially you were supposed to look at the album like a day in the life you know what i'm saying until i think the other one was like from ground zero was the first name was the i think that was the original name of the project from ground zero you know what i'm saying and, and it's just developed but all of the names kind of exemplify just look taking a look into what's going on into the you know I mean just the, the lifestyle you know yeah the vulnerability is uh definitely something i fuck with heavy yeah, i mean for sure yeah it's a it's a huge draw in some music and and definitely seems like what what you did here it doesn't seem like you you held back too much nah. <laughs> nah not at all not at all i, I know i know zeb is finally happy because a lot of these songs he had on his hard drive for man three four years man like finally man he makes him get them out of here <laughs> like yeah um yeah let's get into ventilation this Indeed. is this is a this is a heavy one from Duke to Genius. Indeed. Get into it. Check. Uh. I tried to chill and be a normal motherfucker. Yeah. Stuck in my brain with nothing left to change Wishing for dough like Bruce e. Wayne's Batman, Batman Fuck it, this action's calling my name uh-huh. For my endorphins flowing through me Must move with the strength of Bane Struggle made me a section 80 Baby, I'm crazy uh-huh. The tools to rule the world But all I hear is you lazy Black, Black nothing, nothing motherfucker. motherfucker Society races to run up on these motherfuckers And God blazes Dreams of having things Getting free J's Air that the lavish breeze Must use my apparatus My status more than you claim to see oh. I promise I won't do wrong this Drinking me is too strong. That bitch's thick must move on. I medicate the loose home to a place of high learning. Must feed this fire burning. No choirs that pass the sermon. Sing about me. No adolescents ever been here. Been a man since I was 10. No sense of justice appeared. Need ventilation. Need ventilation. Need ventilation. Stay in your rear 
you, they see you moving Slowly they own you, know they fear you These cowards want you to move real quick so they can kill you They got us playing defense in the game of offense I try to do my best, not regress into a coffin A catacombs, my blocked with a scattered soul Used to dribble around my foes and dunk on them, see that I'm cold I learned my lessons, blessings I grab them by the skull Until they get congestion, pray that you hear the message My pioneer suggestions, I circumvent when my lord's pointing some shit Change your revenue, true intent, think it's better views from a Benz See the avenues from my lens Five degrees from seeing the pen Fight from being a man Fighting to get a life They keep pulling us in the sand Damn Need ventilation, the streets in me is waiting The seat in me is changing The funk in me just be a dope MC is what I'm facing My peace in me is changing Not here to plead my case, just win a race among the races No fear of shatter cadence, true gods is what I'm raising Bad odds is what I'm facing like LeBron illuminating Thank God they got me fucked up Swear to God y'all got me fucked up Need ventilation Need ventilation. Straight up. Uh, I'm curious to know how long ago did you write ventilation because of what's happening now in the, uh. in the world. I might need to go to the records, man. I want. I think. I think. I want to say, man, might be three years ago. That's crazy. I think. I think it was three years ago, man. Because you you could say that that song was written two days ago. I yeah, feel like, man. <laughs> with uh, the recent events. Yeah, man. Like like. Uh, yeah, man. Imagine that, man. Like uh, having my. I had to go in the, the room and tell my mom to say that. <laughs> yeah, you lazy black nothing motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I went there on a late night, man, and pulled up like, mom, I need you to just say this, just say it, mom. And, and you know, she was down, which was dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know, I don't know. I mean, but that's something you have to like compartmentalize and and kind of deal with on on the daily of like understanding that there is like this big, you know percentage of the country that is still extremely racist and shit yeah. like deal with the day-to-day -day of you know being a black person or a person right. of color in this this and, world right and, and strangely enough like I, like i surprise myself sometimes man like i went back I, I go back and i listen to the records man and just the concept of needing needing ventilation like you know what i'm saying like like i think it was a line in there where i hinted at you know what i mean not being able to breathe and stuff like that and you know, and letting that be that the fact that that's a recurring theme that's been taking place. I didn't really didn't initially have that in mind. I just kind of wrote that from my heart. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it it just was what I needed. I just needed a break. I just needed to be able to break free. You know what I'm saying? Just get just give me a moment from you know what I'm saying a lot of the stress, and it just kind of came out as ventilation. Yeah. Um, talk to me about the beats on the on the album did those all come from one place or no they came from all over the place like i'm a beat junkie and okay. i think that and i think that's why you know what i mean she 
I mean, enjoy spending time, you mean, at the house with me because I listen to beats all day, every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, in my car, my sons listen to beats. My sons send me beats now, which is crazy. Even down to my seven-year-old, he sends me beats. You know what I'm saying? And so I sit there, I listen to beats all day. Man, I, I've, I've used, uh, I've gone on YouTube, tracked down some artists. I've used uh, Beat Stars as one of the ones that I've gone to. Man, Track Train, freaking Sound Click. You know what I mean? It's, it's, been, it's been a hell of a journey just looking, just finding beats and just picking the ones that actually sound pretty good and they kind of capture that feeling that I was looking for. Like I said, a lot of these a lot of these songs weren't picked in with, with making a project in mind. They just were songs I'm like, these actually fit together. Once we got to the end of it, you know? Yeah. It's crazy that, I, that it worked out that way because I think listening to it, it very much feels like a complete project yeah. and that like the songs belong together. Yeah. And I guess that's, I mean, even though you used a bunch of different producers for mm -hmm. the beats, yeah. you're obviously the one that's curating that and picking those. Yeah. So I think that they all do have some sort of like similar dynamic in yeah, one way to vibe. create some flow. And yeah. I, I appreciate like a lot of the simplicity of mm -hmm. the of the beats chosen. Yeah. Yeah. Because more, more, more. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> and so and so uh my thought process was more I want people to hear what I'm saying. You know? It was like, you know, if you listen to a lot of the music, it, the beat is the main focal point of the the song. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of a lot of the stuff that they're talking about kind of goes over people's heads. That's why they're able to talk about some of the garbage that they talk about. But my my main thought around the beats that I picked and the songs that I decided to use was I want people to hear me more than I want them to say, oh, man, this dude's just an awesome rapper. No, listen to what I'm saying first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you'll enjoy yourself, I feel. Yeah, I think you definitely picked stuff that had, like, a big pocket and just... Yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, left a lot of room for your voice. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, I think that that's, like, a dope way to especially approach this first project yeah, that you're putting definitely. out, you know, and you want that to be the focus of yeah. what people are hearing and, and really, like, have those those messages click in mm -hmm. did you take a lot of time to uh to to do the sequencing on the album and picking the order of everything or or did it yes. kind of come together yes quickly for you yes it, it, it took it took quite a while man like um like i said it went through it went through three name changes at minimum you know what i mean and so i had a a, a bunch of songs that i was working on a bunch of songs got taken off other songs got put on but the process that i that I've t i usually take is Whenever I get, before I have the songs down, I usually just put them all together, just an instrumental. You know what I mean? So I'll have like a, the album and whatever little cover I choose, you know what I mean? And it's just listed out there with just instrumentals. And I just listen to instrumentals and see if the instrumentals vibe together. Yeah. And then from that point, let's see how these songs sound, you know? For sure. So when you're listening to, to beats all day, are you just kind of constantly also... Rapping or Mentally freestyling? freestyling yeah. man. Mentally freestyling. freestyling in your head yeah. and every once in a while writing something man. down if you feel like something's like Listen, solid. Every time, man. Like driving down the street, I'll, I'll, I'll have a line that's something. And if that line keeps resonating, you know what I mean, and it feels good, then that's when I'll, man, pull my phone out. Yeah, I know we're not supposed to drive and text. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, you, you can't let that thought go. So, man, I usually put my phone out, write that line down, and then whenever I get a chance to pull over, Man, that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Sometimes sometimes I'm able to write a whole song like that. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll catch the feeling, pull over, and once I pull over, I'm there. You know what I mean? Other times I got to figure out how to recreate that feeling and bring it back to the house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like uh, doing that constantly kind of keeps you out of your own head? Yeah. 
Uh, often, often. I think I think it, it helps me kind of like brush over a lot of the stress that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I mean, to, to be able to go through a situation then immediately kind of just like rap about it, even if it's a freestyle in your own head, it kind of like lessens the blow essentially. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've kind of like found a similar uh, experience in writing and stuff yeah. that it's always this just huge weight off the shoulders. Yeah. Even if nobody, even if, though. even when you're doing it with the intention of no one ever seeing it. Right. You know? Right. I Maybe did even too. that in its like purest form. I did, I did, I did a lot of that too. Like, like, uh, nobody knows, but I created a Tumblr a long time ago. <laughs> and in my Tumblr, I would literally just write out what I was feeling. No raps, no poems, no nothing. Just literally writing out how I felt at the time. And that literally helped me get through so much. Uh, I think I still got it somewhere. I got to find it. Yeah. I, I forgot the email to it. I, I like doing that kind of like stream of conscious writing where you yeah. just, yeah. Where just you, let it flow, man. Like, like don't like, like, uh, I think one of the valuable lessons that I picked up just in school, you know what I mean? Was to, to be able to write for those 10 or 15 minutes without picking the pencil up. Just write and just let it flow. Just let yeah. it go. You know what I mean? And that, that kind of eases your thoughts and what you're thinking, you know? I always find those, those things are really fun to like look back at later mm -hmm. too you know whether it's like a year mm -hmm. or five years right you're like did i even write this <laughs> man <laughs> listen I, I wrote some real thought-provoking shit and didn't wasn't sure that it was me that wrote it <laughs> right <laughs> I, i've had a couple of those moments where i'm like looking at files on my computer I'm like yeah. this has to be me right i don't right. know who else who else would have who, this here man right it's like man okay man what should i do with this like, I, I wrote some poems like that like man should i put these fucking poems out or something like that <laughs> like have a have a tupac shakur like poem tape Duke <laughs> genius poem poem book yeah. uh speaking of Pac, i feel like that's somebody when i'm listening to your music i get a similar like vibe to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, me, I think me and me and she kind of tapped into that that Tupac Scarface kind of feel with the with the um, man. I don't know why I can't think the name of my own songs right now. This is just crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With hypnotized, that was that was one of the ones that we jumped on, and that song just kind of happened. You know what I mean? Like I love I, that song. Yeah, like I wrote I wrote that song. I was working security for for Portland Public Schools, and I was uh, outside of King School watching kids play during recess. And so, like I said, I listen to beats, man. I had my headphone in, and I'm literally watching kids play, and I wrote that verse for that. And then, I, I uh, obviously, I was listening to that beat, and then I told Sheet, I'm like, hey, man, uh, I want to rap this second verse, man. I need you to take this first verse. And he kind of ushered it right in, man. I, man, shout out again. <laughs> what, was your, what was your thinking there to, like, have him kick it off? Like, did you feel like I was just going to set the vibe for what you were going to yeah. do? And did you write your part after you heard his part? No, no, I wrote mine first. I wrote my verse first, and then I was like, he was the main, like I said, he's the main person I've been with, and so I just felt like he would be able to capture the feel of that record, you know what I'm saying, and be able to kind of propel it to be, you know what I'm saying, a little bit better than what it was. Plus, I like rapping with Sheed, and so, you know, the the he ended up, he, he did exactly, he did more than what I expected for him to do. Yeah, the dynamic between you two is is very very fucking cool. Like you yeah. guys obviously have a lot of a lot of chemistry yeah. together. It's like you can tell we were friends. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and again, that kind of yeah. like goes back to that thing where you 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 would think that maybe you guys had been rapping together for ten years, right. or you know, then, right. so to know that it hasn't been going on, yeah. you know, quite that long is is also really impressive. And it's uh, yeah, his appearances on the record definitely yeah. give it some uh, a different depth to it yeah but 
I don't think it ever like takes away from what you're doing, right? Or, like knowing that like this is Duke's record. Yeah, you know? yeah. At, fir- at first, it was. You know what I mean before I got to the point where I wrote a bunch of those other songs, it was like, damn man, she's on my whole album. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like people are gonna think this is a me and she collaboration. And so, but he, he, man, he, he, he stepped in for me, man, a lot. You know what I mean? Like at the time, I, I, I really wasn't really engulfed in the whole scene and knowing or communicating with people about what I was writing and stuff like that or rather working on it. And so to have him be the person to to step in and fill some of those gaps for me, I think that, that kind of set the stage for me saying, okay, let me put the whole thing out. Yeah, absolutely. You got someone else too saying, "Hey, we worked on these songs. Exactly. When are you gonna put the, When are you gonna put these out?" Exactly. <laughs> and as you see, he dropped a million albums. You know what I'm saying? Recently, and he was like, "You know what, man? When you, when you gonna put this project out?" All right, man. <laughs> you know what? I just I just came to my own mind senses and said, "Let me drop it." You know? Yeah. You talked about that hypnotized track. That's definitely one of my favorites. I had, you know, usually I pick three songs or so to yeah. feature throughout the podcast. I I definitely had. It was hard to pick, man. Yeah, like just because dope. I feel like every that's single dope. song. That's dope. I know there was one that I didn't get to hear. You were saying there's like an ending credits yeah. that kind of, you know, gives gives shape to yeah. everything and kind of closes everything out. But aside from not getting to hear that one, I heard everything else, and I feel like everything kind of like stands alone, yeah. on, you know, by itself, and also fits into the collection of things. But right. yeah, it was just it was just hard. Like I feel like I could have randomly selected three songs, and I would have been stoked with what right. I'm sharing on this episode. Yeah. And so for, for me, man, that's hard for me to come to, you know I mean, to grips with. Like, I, I've tried. Like, I've tried to pick out songs, like, uh, like trying to figure out, like, if I was going to, like, when I do a video, what song am I going to use? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, 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 what do I want to portray? And I think I've come to, to, to the point where I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Hypnotized. Hip, that's going to be the, the first one. You got the, one of my favorite favorite lines on that one. <laughs> my favorite lines on the, on the record is, uh, make fear illegal. That shit will eat you, physically beat you. Yes. That's, a, that, that's, that's <laughs> yes. one of my favorites, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, be, I believe it, man, because it, it took a lot for me to... to take a step out to decide that I'm going to rap coming from a place from in Portland they only know me from basketball and I didn't want to be the dude like oh man now this dude ain't hooping now he's playing basketball again you know what I mean and, and to be taken serious with with the music you know what I mean it, it took it took a whole lot it took a lot for me to get on stage it took me a lot to to just believe in myself you know what I'm saying and it took a lot for me to get to this point to this release you know what I'm saying but I had to I had to I mean kill fear swallow it man walk past it step all over it and then just see what happens let it fly just this whole different lane yeah definitely and see what happens with it man because you never know what's, what's what's in front of you man as long as you 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 thinking about what you can't do or, or how other people are going to perceive you man you never know what that next opportunity is going to look like yeah you never know how many people are going to connect with what you're doing too exactly. unless you put it out too Ex- exactly exactly and, and it's been a lot of people that, I, that I've had throughout this whole musical journey that have, you know what I mean, supported me and listened to me and not, you know what I mean, held back on telling me the truth about, you know what I mean, my music and, and some of the decisions that I've been making in life. Yeah, that's important too, to have the, the people that'll call you on your bullshit Man, and like help move, move Shout you out along. E. <laughs> Shout out E. How, how deep, um, how heavy was the basketball with your life? Like, man. What, like, how were you like a serious ball player? Yeah, man. Those who know me, man. Those who know me, they know me for dunking on dudes. That that was <laughs> that, that was what I did. That was what I was known for, man. Like, like I did a lot of dunk contests around here. Like, I think I run the Blazer Street Jam when they first started, like twice. Don't you know what I mean? I did that, um, and so. 
that just was, was my whole thing. I played high school basketball, ended up going playing JUCO. I, I traveled around playing uh, uh, semi-pro in like the uh, – what, what's the name of the league? I uh, tried out for like the G League and stuff like that. Yeah. It was really, it was really a, a, a thing that I was trying to do, man. Like I was wanting to create a future for my children through basketball. You know what I mean? So once I decided that that really wasn't working out – and you know what? What is my next phase? What's my next thing? You know, in basketball, it's all creativity. You know, I think people underestimate the amount of creativity that go into playing sports. Mm-hmm. Like, of it. I've grown up playing uh, hockey most of my life, yeah. and I, I still play like in some some adult leagues now. Yeah. And I don't. I took like ten years away from playing mm-hmm. after playing all my life growing up, and right. it was like a very serious thing, kind of like similar to you. Like mm-hmm. my life. Um, was was playing hockey pretty much you know mm-hmm. that's what i dumped most of my energy into and every once in a while i dabble in this music yeah, and always right. always cared about music always yeah. like building a collection but you know i thought i was going to play like maybe some college hockey or Man, something and, and kind of make moves there maybe i didn't think i was ever going to be like a professional and make make the the real show or anything <laughs> right. but um taking like that 10 years away and then getting back into it i realized how creative that all is and like how how much structure that like put in into yeah. my life and like how it is like a, a similar outlet to yeah. the music and art like that i didn't i, I never made that that connection yeah. so yeah i would imagine that like after kind of dumping most of your energy into that that was like another thing that like really shifted your foundation right. like you kind of have the fallout of all that when you when you're like I guess this is not what I'm going to do with my life. Man, yeah, and, and you know it, you know, it. It was it was it was a difficult transition. You know what I mean? Like like where where am I going to pour the rest of my energy? You know what I'm saying? And so music just happened to be that next phase, that next step. You know what I mean? And you know I ended up spending most of my time in the studio after that. Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> I think I I feel like I had like a similar relationship with it where I like needed that mm-hmm. that music or like yeah. that outlet after that. When yeah. I wasn't good, when that that sports exactly. itch wasn't there anymore, exactly, exactly. Figure, figure out where to release that energy, exactly. And, and, and it just so happened to, to come at a transitional point in my life, to where it was you know I was taking those steps towards just trying to figure out what what am I going to do not only with basketball but what am I going to do with myself, man. I, like I had my idea about the foundational growth that I wanted for my children. Like that like like the the main thing, that's why my children are on the cover. You know what I'm saying? It's like me, my 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 three boys and at the end my godson. You know what I mean? We ended up taking that picture at, at the uh the St. John's Bazaar in 2015 watching Mike Capes and Dre Slap, you know what I mean? And it was all of us there. And and it it, it wasn't even a picture that we posed for, it just happened. You know what I mean? And it's kind of stuck with us throughout this whole time. Yeah. I was gonna ask you the importance of uh I saw that's what you use it for the record cover, yeah. and I was going to ask you the importance of that. So I'm glad you yeah. you already answered that for me. Yeah, but also, sure. it just kind of like, you know, not knowing what that picture was going to be, mm-hmm. ever be an album cover. Yeah, I had no idea. I think that's like, it's cool that it kind of like ties into this whole thing of, you know, there was never any expectation for any of this nah, to happen. None of it. None of it. It all just kind of created itself. You know what I mean? I think that kind of happens with walking the path. You know what I mean? If you continue to walk the path, man, something's going to turn up. You know what I'm saying? If you, especially if you're moving the path of positivity. Yeah. <laughs> and you start leaning into the shit that, like, really speaks to you exactly. and, and what, like, motivates you and whatnot. Exactly. And, and, and they've been, they've been a, a huge motivation through it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my, my youngest son, he's, he's the reason why I put out my first video. You know what I mean? Like, uh, 
he asked me why didn't I have a song on YouTube, and I'm like, should I have a song on YouTube? He was like, yeah. I'm like, all right. So, if you're a real rapper, Dad, yeah, like, you gotta have, you gotta have yeah. something on YouTube. And, and so, and then, and then, strangely enough, let him tell it. He was the reason why I put this project out. You know what I mean? Because he's he's like, Dad, like you haven't when you when you gonna when you gonna drop an album? And I'm like, you think I should drop my album? He's like, yeah. All right, so now I'm dropping the album. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's seven now. And as you see on the cover, he was two on the cover, and that's when I started. So I started when he was two. So he's been there for all of. He's been on stage. He's done everything, man. So he's he's kind of been the motivational factor towards me releasing a lot of stuff. Yeah, and how cool that they're you know they're the people in your life too that are sending you beats. And you're like, <laughs> hey, this is this is cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> Check this out. Exactly. And yeah, I don't know, man. I I just like really respect people that. Uh, that have kids and then continue to kind of chase down not not even necessarily like chase something down but like put the energy into mm -hmm. uh some of these projects because mm -hmm. i think that's such a cool thing for them to see mm -hmm. that hey look like if i wanted to do this exactly. i can i can put music it's, it's, it's out or stone. you know because it i mean it doesn't have to equate to any you know mainstream mm -hmm. huge success yeah. you know it's still going to serve a purpose for yeah. you like if if that's your motivation to like right. not have any expectations for what what it's going to be how it's going to be received or yeah, is this going to make me a million dollars today yeah, no, or something you know i think that like really changes the it does the mindset it does it does like like i had no expectation to to get any notoriety off of it it started off as as just like something to check off my my you know I mean take out my bucket list you know what i mean and so you know and i and i wanted to to be looked at you know I mean as like a stepping stone for my boys you know like this is something that i decided that i wanted to do however long ago i decided to do it you know what i mean i took all the steps and, and, and precautions and risk or whatever you want to say to try to you know what I mean work my way through it and then this is where i am and so whatever comes from it Man, I welcome it with open arms. That, you, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But it, it wasn't initially my expectation. Like I, I, I feel good just being at the point to where doing this itself. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm happy for it all. Yeah, it was a, it was a, a personal, uh, a yeah. personal thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Like, like I said, it, it was a, it's literally just a, a, a piece out of my life, man. You know that I just decided to, you know, what I mean, put to put to some music, you know, what I'm saying, and and allow everybody else to kind of walk the the path and see what my path has kind of been like, you know, like my my and initially I used to tell Sheed and tell them all the time that this might be my first and my last project. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> like really though, you know what I mean? Because I like I just wanted to make something that that people could kind of vibe to and people can listen to and people can kind of like relate to, and and they said it was fresh. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely gonna be. Uh a few tracks that I pull for this album to put in my DJ library. Yeah. No doubt. Man, Absolutely. There's some, there's, there's some killer <laughs> tracks on here. Yeah. Uh, like really enjoyed getting to be one of the people that gets to hear it early. I always, yeah. uh, I always feel like that's a privilege to when people, you know, send me their music early. I'm yeah. just like, ah, oh, I have a secret. It feel, you it guys don't good. know that this, that this <laughs> Duke, the genius record is going to be yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, he's bringing the heat. Everybody, he is he has brought the heat and it's it's, it's arriving soon. <laughs> indeed, indeed, man. July thirty first, man. It'll uh, be here. Have you uh, on that list of things to do? Is there is there any desire to start making beats on your own, or is that something you've dabbled in at nah, all? I've never dabbled in making beats. I think, man, for for me, I like finding beats and having other artists in mind to rap on them. 
I, like I love it. Like I find I find beats and, and, and think about other artists and like, man, I would like to have this dude on there. So if like down the line, if 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 I was to do anything in the industry, that would be what I want to do. Some matchmaking like man, that. Come on, man. Like let, let me meet Pharrell Williams and, and somebody <laughs> else and say, hey man, I like you and Pharrell. I think y'all should collab. I heard this beat that Pharrell has, you know what I'm saying? And I connect the dots for people, man. I think what's they call that? Is that at an A and R? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So something like that. A and R Duke or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> making those public relations, you come know, making making it all making it all happen. Exactly. But I think that's yeah, that kind of like dedication to even finding beats like that, I think is its like own, you know, form of like yeah. crate digging at this point. It is. It know? is. It is. And, and and now since everything is just so digital and, and like the person to person interaction as far as being able to find the music isn't there. That's kind of what you're left with. You know what I'm saying? Like I've I've found and built more connection with guys that I've I, like I go on YouTube and I and I like their music and I go to their page and then I buy a beat and now we're emailing each other. You know what I mean? And now now I'm within their fold where they're sending me beats and I don't have to go on YouTube anymore. Like I've done a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's that's just the way to go. Hence, you know what I mean? Why I want to like connect other people to beats that I think is dope. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna play it out with uh, one of my favorite tracks on the record. And it's uh it's one of the ones that that does feature Rashid Jamal, and it's Elevated Heights. Um, and I know you said your your my dad, dad is on is there the one that at the end of this. Yeah, shout and, out and to my throughout. pops. Yeah, shout out to my pops. Man. I love what he says at the end. Yeah, man, like like that 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 was a random conversation, and I don't know what spurred me to say let me let me turn his voice memos on on my phone right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I just did it, and then you know. That's how it turned out, man. He he always drops knowledge to me like that, like all the time. So you know, it's nothing new. But it, it was it was good to hear my dad on the track, man. I think his voice kind of came out. I can't wait for it to be all the way mixed down where everybody else can get to it. You know? Yeah, I I just love the idea of that. You know, you can you can throw somebody a lifesaver, but you know if they don't reach out to him, let them drown. Let them drown. <laughs> let them drown, man. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta grab a lifesaver yourself, man. You gotta realize you're at risk on your own, man. Uh, is there any anything you wanna you wanna close out with uh, about this particular track or or the album as a whole before we we play it out with Elevated Heights? Um, everybody, I would just say, man, take a listen to it, man. Share what you feel, man. If you love it, let me know. If you don't like it, shit, let me know. I can, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't really give a fuck anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He did but, it for him. Right, man. But 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 enjoy the project, man. It's just a just a glimpse into what 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 my life is like and, and how things have been over the years over my transition, man. And you know, hope you guys like it. Hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you you taking the time to talk to me about the music and you know, shooting in my way. I've I've always appreciate any any hang i've had the opportunity to hang out with you and talk with you has always been been good so it's indeed. uh I'm, I'm happy to to share your music with more people indeed and i need a new dan cable shirt man uh you can have one you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's sure. a box in my house indeed, unfortunately man, indeed i used to wear that dan cable shirt often <laughs> uh you can get yours too you can get yourself a dan cable presents baseball tee it's yeah. a it's a classic item at this throwback. point i think those are four years old <laughs> man throwback throwback uh we end every episode of the podcast with the guest saying uh the tagline for the show which is it's a program so if we could get the the duke the genius it's a program. We can properly sail this out. Yeah, it's a program. He nailed it, everybody. I'll put the links in the episode notes so you can follow along with Duke. If you feel like you want to do that, you should definitely Holler check out me. this record. I'll put the, all the links 
in the episode notes. Uh, I'll throw Rashid's Instagram tag in there as well. If you want to keep up with what he's doing, it's Indeed. it's pretty hard to do so since he puts out a project every week. But <laughs> hey, keep doing your thing, right? Man. Shout me out, check <laughs> me out. We're loving it. We're loving it. What's there? Uh, and uh, that's the Jelly Jams. We're playing it out with Elevated Heights, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Portland, salute. Yeah, yeah. The men I am, I'm battle tested and really resting. My weapon, a lethal gesture, no sedatives. Don't sleep on me, product of street homies that speak for me like powder. I'm high as Elroy's kicks. Man, can you reach me? Watching my life out on TV as he breathing. The water's getting deep, I see you reaching. I shoot BBs. So much entertainment, can you blame me? Will he be me? You so absurd. Dipping, gargling, moving fast like a Nautilus. Quick to pass off an offering. I made a lane, staying the same, won't bother with. You playing games. I made it without some college shit But got a chip on my shoulder, nigga Undrafted just like a scout and don't see me Get off the couch, nigga, beat me Now word of mouth, nigga, see me The handle John Wall, classic like Concords Magic in his encore, that's water, give me all four No time to recognize what luxuries are Turning the ceiling to the basement without a luxury car I found my stride now The limit is the sky now uh. I found my stride, turning the ceiling to the basement I'm on my way to heaven's essence, death is steady chasing I know the tray is watching, so my pace must be amazing I'm steady racing, turning the ceiling to the basement I found my stride, turning the ceiling to the basement I know the feds is watching, so my dreams are steady chasing Star is not an option, so I feast while niggas waiting Fuck being patient, turning the ceiling to the basement Riot is the language of the unheard All I heard was one word while the world burns Fuck the government for chemically corrupted herb Then turn around and tax it, that's some fucking nerve Life is a miracle, but it's quite absurd Niggas die for principles, niggas die for words They say life is a bitch, I'm singing life is hers Then I'm robbing everybody when my stomach turns Made a promise when society rejected me Created petty felonies, selecting me to recipes Oppressing my expression, yet collecting all my recipes Calling that a blessing, bitch, I'm stressing about this resting peace That's a regular, you're beefing with a predator Nigga play that armor from the cannon at the neck of you If love is my religion, then this hate will make it secular Divvy up existence be a chemical or vegetable Recognize the difference from a nigga that be acting tough With shattered masculinity that never thinks he's man enough Niggas lacking chemistry but energy can't match it up In separate degrees I feel the need to lead these actors crush Pressure to succeed is fueling me to flow like aqueducts Elevate a height so fuck your life and get this capital Carolina blues I feel the truth is here to back us up The homie gets the holy ghost go comatose and back it up I'm gonna mention it and shit, you know, but you, you in fucking deep water and don't know that you need a lifesaver. 
You know, you know, I throw you one and shit on stand, but if you don't grab the motherfucker, drown, nigga. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's a program.